Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Wednesday, March 8th. I want to draw your attention to a new podcast that you can listen to, Heartbeat for Israel. The show was hosted by Sharon Sanders, co-founder of Christian Friends of Israel. She has lived in Israel for the past 25 years, building authentic and loving relationships with our Jewish brothers and sisters. Now you can listen to her teachings on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or SoundCloud. Just go to one of these podcast platforms and search for Heartbeat for Israel, and you will find the program there. She brings a unique and much-needed perspective to the table. Here are the titles of some of her teachings. What is the missing link in our faith? Buried in the sands of time. The Jewishness of Jesus. Jerusalem, the throne of the Lord. The red-letter words of Jesus. A paradox, the halt of history. We are partners and friends with this ministry. Please tune in each week and listen to Heartbeat for Israel, and soon you will sense a spiritual heartbeat for Israel. Now, let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the New Living Translation for the Hebrew Scriptures and for the Bret Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Ki Tisa, and it means, when you elevate. Exodus 33, 17-23 Yahweh went on to say to Moses, I will also do this thing that you request, because you have found favor in my eyes, and I know you by name. Then he said, Please show me your glory. But he said, I will make all my goodness pass before your face, and I will declare before you the name of Yahovah, and I will favor the one whom I favor, and I will show mercy to the one to whom I show mercy. But he added, You cannot see my face, for no man can see me and live. Yahovah said further, Here is a place near me. Station yourself on the rock. When my glory is passing by, I will place you in a crevice of the rock, and I will shield you with my hand until I have passed by. After that, I will take my hand away, and you will see my back, but my face may not be seen. Mark 14, 1-21 It was now two days before Passover and the festival of unleavened bread. The leading priests and the teachers of religious law were still looking for an opportunity to capture Yeshua secretly and kill him. But not during the Passover celebration, they agreed, or the people may riot. 
Meanwhile, Yeshua was in Bethany at the home of Simon, a man who had previously had leprosy. While he was eating, a woman came in with a beautiful alabaster jar of expensive perfume made from essence of nard. She broke open the jar and poured the perfume over his head. Some of those at the table were indignant. Why waste such expensive perfume, they asked. It could have been sold for a year's wages and the money given to the poor. So they scolded her harshly. But Yeshua replied, Leave her alone. Why criticize her for doing such a good thing to me? You will always have the poor among you, and you can help them whenever you want to. But you will not always have me. She has done what she could, and has anointed my body for burial ahead of time. I tell you the truth, wherever the good news is preached throughout the world, this woman's deed will be remembered and discussed. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve disciples, went to the leading priests to arrange to betray Yeshua to them. They were delighted when they heard why he had come, and they promised to give him money. So he began looking for an opportunity to betray Yeshua. On the first day of the Festival of Unleavened Bread, when the Passover lamb is sacrificed, Yeshua's disciples asked him, Where do you want us to go to prepare the Passover meal for you? So Yeshua sent two of them into Jerusalem with these instructions. As you go into the city, a man carrying a pitcher of water will meet you. Follow him. At the house he enters, say to the owner, The teacher asks, Where is the guest room where I can eat the Passover meal with my disciples? He will take you upstairs to a large room that is already set up. That is where you should prepare our meal. So the two disciples went into the city and found everything just as Yeshua had said, and they prepared the Passover meal there. In the evening Yeshua arrived with the twelve. As they were at the table eating, Yeshua said, I tell you the truth, one of you eating with me here will betray me. Greatly distressed, each one asked in turn, Am I the one? He replied, It is one of you twelve who is eating from this bowl with me. For the Son of Man must die, as the Scriptures declared long ago. But how terrible it will be for the one who betrays him. It would be far better for that man if he had never been born. Psalm 51, 1-19 Have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love, because of your great compassion, Blot out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean from my guilt. Purify me from my sin. For I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me day and night. Against you and you alone have I sinned. I have done what is evil in your sight. You will be proved right in what you say, and your judgment against me is just. For I was born a sinner, yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence, 
and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. Then I will teach your ways to rebels and they will return to you. Forgive me for shedding blood, O God who saves. Then I will joyfully sing of your forgiveness. Unseal my lips, O Lord, that my mouth may praise you. You do not desire a sacrifice, or I would offer one. You do not want a burnt offering. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O Yahweh. Look with favor on Zion and help her. Rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with sacrifices offered in the right spirit, with burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will again be sacrificed on your altar. Proverbs 10, 31 and 32 The mouth of the godly person gives wise advice, but the tongue that deceives will be cut off. The lips of the godly speak helpful words, but the mouth of the wicked speaks perverse words. I want to speak to you today from our Torah portion from Exodus 33, and then we're going to do a deep dive on Psalm 51. And in Exodus 33, Moses has come to the point in his journey with Yehovah, where he basically says to him, I do not want to go on ahead without you. Um, If you're not with us, if you're not going to lead us from here, uh, we, we cannot go forward. We must have you be with us. Your presence must go with us. He says, how will it be known that I have found favor in your eyes, I and your people? Is it not by your going along with us so that I and your people will be distinguished from every other people on the face of the earth. So basically he's saying, I don't want to go on without you. I must have you with us. We must have your presence with us. It's a declaration of commitment. A declaration of his commitment to the relationship that he has with the Lord. And so the father answers him in just a tremendous way. And he says, I will also do this thing that you request because you have found favor in my eyes and I know you by name. Ponder on that. Reflect on that and think about that. Yahavah, Yeshua, knows you and me by name. Amongst the thousands the hundreds of thousands, the millions of people who are his remnant, his family. He knows you by name. He knew Moses by name. And then he says, Yeshua, or Moses says to the Lord, please show me your glory. And the Lord answered back, I will make all my goodness pass before your face, and I will declare before you the name of Yehovah, and I will favor the one whom I favor, and I will show mercy to the one to whom I will show mercy. But you cannot see my face, for no man can see me and live. So then the Lord is going to pass by Moses, 
as he's hidden in the cleft of the rock. And the Lord will shield him with his hand until he has passed by. This indicates a great intimacy in relationship between Moses and Jehovah. And that is something we can all aspire to. Not that we've attained it, not that we've arrived, but it's something we can work towards to have that intimate relationship with the Lord. And there's a beautiful song that I'm going to play at the end of this. Um, It's called Yahweh, and it's sung by Andy Park. And that song, the lyrics, are based upon this passage from Scripture. And it's really a beautiful worship song. It really is from the heart. And as you listen to the song, may it become your prayer and my prayer that we would have that kind of intimacy in our relationship with Yahweh, that he would reveal his favor and his glory and his goodness to us in a whole new, fresh way. And that leads me on now to Psalm 51. And Psalm 51 is a psalm of repentance and brokenness. So, in this psalm, basically, David is praying a prayer that is relevant for you and I today. And when our faith gets old and worn out and faded and dried up, and that happens. Sometimes we go through wilderness experiences in our life. Sometimes we drift away from the Lord. The busyness of life just crowds him out. And we just get busy with the tasks of life. Then there's a time when we need to return to him. It's called Teshuvah. And in returning, we repent Verse 10 from Psalm 51, Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence, and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. So basically, the psalmist is saying, Father, I know I've drifted away from you. I've allowed sin to be a barrier between you and me, and I want to repent, and I want to return, and I want to come back. I want to draw close to you. In verse 12, restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. That's a really good prayer to pray. If ever the Lord has called you to something or asked you to do something, but it's not something that you really want to do, This is a good prayer to pray. Make me willing to obey you. I can relate to this and resonate with it because I believe the Lord is calling me to something right now. And I'm really struggling with it. Uh, There's a great cost. There's a great sacrifice associated with being obedient to the assignment, to the task, to the call. And in my flesh, I don't want to do it. It's more comfortable over here. I don't want to go over there. Over here is more comfortable. This is the known. I don't want to go into the unknown. This is the familiar. I don't want to go into the unfamiliar. I don't want to give up X, Y, and Z. And yet, 
this prayer, make me willing to obey you. Change my will. And the will is based upon the place where you make your decisions. It's not based on emotions or feelings. It's based on the place where you make your decisions, the will, the free will. Verse 17, the sacrifice that you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O God. Repentance is the key that moves the hand of God. Repentance is the key that causes a great outpouring of His Spirit to come, and it begins with just one person. Some of you may have heard of the great Asbury College outpouring that's happening in Kentucky right now at Asbury College. And it's been going on now for several weeks, nonstop worship and prayer. And it began at a normal chapel service. It's a Christian college, and the students go to chapel several times a week. And, you know, several thousand students attend there. Well, about a hundred students lingered after the service was over, and they began to cry out, and they began to cry and ask the Lord, We hunger for an outpouring of your Spirit. We hunger for revival. Hear our cry. And then... As the story goes, there was one young man who stood up and who repented publicly, who confessed his sin publicly, and truly repented from his heart. And that began the outpouring. It started with repentance. And so this is something that we want to walk in. We want to walk in repentance. It needs to be a lifestyle to be quick to repent. Because when we don't, our heart gets hardened. When we repent, our heart stays soft. So I'm going to play two songs for you. The first one is called Yahweh, and it's based upon our reading from Ezekiel No, not Ezekiel, Exodus chapter 33, 17 to 23. And then I'm going to follow it up with another song, Create in me a clean heart, based on Psalm 51. Have a blessed day. Shalom. You're here today, ageless one, changeless one, showing love to all generations. Show us your glory, oh. Let your goodness pass before us, right before our eyes. And we will worship, and we 
the faithful one You have shown us the way Through the years Through all our lives You have shown You are faithful to Oh
Adonai, 
The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24-26 Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.